degree in music. You're like one what, of these boys showing the big issue. I know, I know. <laughs> big issue. <laughs> Merry Christmas. There we are. Yeah, Christmas special. Meet the parents. Hello and welcome. My name's Sean. This is Diona, obviously. Yep, our guest this week. You may know him in the past as Frostbit Boy. In the future, you may know him as King Rory. It is Rory McSorley. That's me. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Oh, not so bad. Oh, thanks for having me on now. Looking Hi. as sharp as ever. Oh, thanks very much. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is really 2.0 now. Love it. I can almost see a nipple. <laughs> it's hey? nice. I can almost see a nipple. The, hey? Just the direction I'm not, at. Oh, well, not, oh, uh, well, you're all right. Most you're people all right. not get that view. <laughs> You've got a fantastic Jesus aesthetic going on. Yeah. Oh, well, so me, me and him is the one there. You and him have the same dad? We've different mares now. <laughs> <laughs> the one dad. <laughs> Does he even have a ma? Eh? Does he have a ma? Mary. Mary. I but to some people. Do you mean biologically? Oh, you mean? Mm. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean the Protestant thing? Yeah. Aye. That's a whole <laughs> also new. Also, he's made up. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some some people's not so certain about the virgin birth. As <laughs> it, yeah, whether she was added or not. Um, you're you 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 look so different since, from a, how a lot of people would remember you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's just time, isn't it? Ah, of course, I. Oh, just been in hibernation now for <laughs> a few years there. All right, just been planning the next step out. And this is since you seem to be like on a mission now. Like it seems to be like I'm seeing you pop up all the time. Yeah, we were we were now. preparing blame game stories there recently, and mm-hmm. you came up in one of the stories. What were you saying? It was they were they were saying about uh yeah that you your hopes and aspirations to become Taoiseach mm-hmm. or is it Taoiseach you want to be your king no well, no, well you see I'm looking to revise the job description of Taoiseach instead of a parliamentary prime minister to an elected monarch that's directly elected by the people of Ireland and I don't see how any advocate of democracy can really do you know can uh, argue against that yeah. of giving everybody in Ireland a vote for the leader of your country do you know you just say this is me, I'm Rory, I want to be Taoiseach, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. These are my credentials and that, and you vote on the leader, you know, directly, as opposed to just these parties turning around and saying to the people, this is who you're getting. So that's not democracy. No. You know what I mean? So, but elected monarch seems to cancel itself out, doesn't it? Because like, obviously, like, a king is like a, it's a, it's a it's bloodline, isn't it? Yeah. And then, but president is elected, so is it? But then they have to start somewhere. Yeah. No, 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 but we're in the business oh, of we're in the business of redefinition. Mm. Right. This, this is just like a like a like a different concept there. Now, I mean that. No, that idea has come up in several countries, including Italy recently. Do you know about how? Do you know about giving everybody a vote for the leader of their country? Yeah. But they're n- normally they're not able to package it in the right way with the. Do you know with the other? like mechanisms you would need to make it effectively work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I believe that I have done that in this book. Do you know, we've just worked the whole lot out there just exactly how the the exact, though the higher level of scrutiny that would be needed to, you know, counterbalance the higher concentration of power on side of the national leader. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know, just to get um, expedited proce- progress, but at the same time, you know, just make sure that they're always acting in the public interest. And that's the thing. So you you've written a book, mm-hmm. and the reign of King Rory. The reign of King Rory, <laughs> and it is very detailed. You'd sent us a copy. Mm-hmm. I, I had a quick look through it, of like all the points that you, some of the points that you would like to raise as the new leader. Now, do you? So you want obviously to completely re like organize the whole system is basically mm-hmm. the plan isn't it well you see the entire system's going to have to be reorganized at some point anyway do you know if irish unity i mean i do believe at some point it could take 20 years yet 
but it would be an eventual inevitability. Mm. Now, if you're going into effectively a new country, a new United State of All Ireland, then that's going to mean that you are going to have to, you know, redesign everything. It's going to be a new country for which you'll have to rewrite a new constitution. Yeah. Even if you copied and pasted all of the words from the current one, you, you know, it would have to go into, like it would be a new country. So what I'm saying is, there's nothing wrong with being creative in terms of presenting a new vision for a better way forward. I mean, that would be, it's a very rare and unique opportunity for a country to be able to do that. Yeah. So I'm saying, if I can present a plan like that to the people there now, then, I mean, I don't see why that later couldn't be a future Taoiseach McSorley. Are there any other contenders, do you think, who you're looking at going, they could be a leader? No, not really. <laughs> but you see, that, that's kind of the problem. If I, if I thought somebody else was going to do it, then I would probably leave them to it. It's would you assign of... someone to the north, Joe? Like if you, are you going to be the whole of Ireland? Well, well, obviously that's what I'm saying. The whole of Ireland now I have a plan for the north and, and the interim. I'll, uh, you know, I'll get to, I'll get to that. I mean, yeah. but um, I mean, what I was saying, I mean, they're all talking about this. Like they have these, they're having these huge big conventions in Ireland's future and all the rest of it. No one, Mary Lou, on saying up oh, more taxes, more handouts, more women, real change, and an end to partition by Friday and all of us. <laughs> <Sounds rubbish. laughs> and all of this rubbish. Like, do you know? But like, yeah. there's going to be no real change with, with her or anybody that's there at the minute. Like, do you know? So, but. If I'm able to, if somebody from the outside that's yeah. not from one of these families is able to present a plan like that, I believe the stars is kind of could align up all right to make this happen all right. So what would you? What would your title be then? What would you be? You wouldn't be Taoiseach, king. You wouldn't be. Would no, you, you be would king? Be, no, you'd be Taoiseach. No, no, I you'd like. You'd be Taoiseach. No, I like that. We should no, because right. that's you know like the Russians had a Tsar, the Egyptians had a Pharaoh. No, mm-hmm. we have a Taoiseach. That's culturally unique. That's good. We should keep that. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You know, it's just the definition of what that would be. Would be. A stronger position, but more scrutinised at the same time. It's just mm. a new role, is what I'm saying. Okay. What okay. do you think has led you to this point? Like, what are the, what are the things? Like, is this like a, is some, you know, is 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 politics in your family? Is it no? no? Oh no! It was just, it was just me, like, fighting and fighting and sort of giving it my own kind of feeling and all the rest of it, and then just sort of saying, you know. Although I, like, and several different things that I'd done, and, like, although I was willing to put the work into different ventures that I was going for and all the rest of it, you know, at times, there just wasn't a wild lot to work with on Ireland just to sort of pull yourself up, yeah. you know, and, I, like, and a lot of more entrepreneurial people would sort of report that on Ireland, North and South there, that type of way, that's part of the reason that you have all of the immigration and things like that, Yeah. you know, because, you know, the the reality is the the like, it's nearly like the middle as the top in Ireland. Like, you sort of get to a certain point and that's that's, it. that's as good as it gets. They know after that, they sort of just say, right, you know this, I'm just going to leave then at this point. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that the way that, you know, we're sort of like, right, you know, we do want to, you know, chase our dreams or whatever else, and we just have to leave Ireland then that way, you know. So it's kind of, that's kind of what I would like to do mm-hmm. is just, I think Ireland's kind of a country that's wired for survival still. What I'd like to do is expedite the people's success. So that's kind of the overriding right. vision I would have. What do you think? So, like, when you were, like, 15, you became this, like... No, it's for us, but you mean. Aye. Like, I was 18. No, I was... You were 18? Aye. Why did I think you were 15? 
You haven't got the beard yet. Upper <laughs> sixth. Be an upper sixth. Aye. Oh, you were eighteen. I was only leaving school at that time. Aye. <laughs> but like you were catapulted into like crazy. Like I would say local fame, but it was sort of bigger than that. Oh, it was, no, it was, it was right. national. You know, it was it was huge. I was in America last year. Like people recognised my voice now, even yet. Isn't Jeez. that wild? <laughs> Unreal. But like, how do you cope with that at eighteen? Like that's such let's act and also it's out of the blue it wouldn't have been something you were aspiring for where you could almost go oh I know what that what would come along with that if like mm-hmm. you were trying to make it in I ca- music I, well I kind of did want to be like a presenter that okay was, but as you say that did just happen out of nowhere I heard somewhere that it was almost set up in a way did is that in any way, shape, or form true, or was it nope. just somebody asked you a question and you just that was ran? That with, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> that was all it was. Aye. That was it, and then mm. everything that came afterward was just like so huge. I that, know. Like, how did your like how did your parents and family like how was that a thing that, that they were like oh god like our child's like famous now? Mm, oh, they, they they weren't mad on tail tear that type of way. Mm. Oh, I think she wanted me to be an accountant or something. Was <laughs> <laughs> her dream squashed? Oh, really? Big time. Yeah, because yeah. it was. But then I suppose you could still go on. You could have been an accountant, but then maybe yeah. you didn't want to be an accountant. Ah, ah, no. I mean, I, I was willing to go for it, but then at the same t- at the same time, see if you had pushed and pushed at that there back in the day, yeah. you'd have ended up like I think. You'd have got, as I say, your four or five years out of it, and then after that, you'd just be blew out then, and that would be the end of it. I mean, there's no secret what happens to the look of these child stars. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So yeah. I says, look, you better just to take a step back from this here. And I mean, everybody already knows who you are, so if you do come back with something good whenever you're older, do you know, I think you'll still be able to make it there, and I believe mm. that's good. That's where I'm good at advice. Now. Yeah, and when things started taking off, you did you embrace everything? Did oh, you? I did. You didn't shy away at all. You weren't like, ah, this is too much or anything. No. Uh, like uh, about the fame, just the fame and everything. Yeah, no, just everything that came uh, with it. You were just rolling with the punches, really. Uh, yeah. Mm. Well, even yet, people still comes up to me for a photograph or whatever here in the mm. night out or out shopping yeah. or whatever else. I still mm. so tell my tell my sisters to <laughs> put on the woolly warmers or whatever shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it almost became your catchphrase then, didn't it? Did oh, people oh, make every, you do it? It's been every day since yeah. since I was eighteen. I'm and twenty-seven now. Mm. Is there a point where you're like, oh? Like you don't want people. Do you know what I mean like it's, it's? I think anyone who has a catchphrase, it becomes difficult to escape the catchphrase. Does, like the I don't believe it, man. Or, I don't yeah, think exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or even the what do you call your man? Go compare him to who sings the go compare thing. He says people sing out at him every she day. Not just animated. No. Oh, guy. The guy who's the <laughs> yeah the boy with the beard, the boy yeah. with the mustache. I him. Like he's like he can't escape it. Do you know what I mean? It becomes like a constant sort of thing. Then it's diff- it's it's obviously difficult to get away from. So you you went to Limacristie and Derry. Mm-hmm. We used to. I went to Thornhill, Aye. and we used to look at them and Christy like they were the poshest people in our <laughs> school we'd be like do you know they eat their burgers with a knife and fork <laughs> why doesn't anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's what we used to say but like they were so posh up there they eat their burgers with a knife and fork and we'd all, like everyone in our school if we met someone from them and Christy we'd be like oh my god they must be so rich I don't know why we thought that because now I'm eating you. <laughs> I was about to say that that's now of, of, of all the objections that's not one I get too often now to be fair. Uh, what was your experience like in school then when all that happened? Uh, in school? Um, uh, oh. Like was it something that everyone thought was like great crack or did it become really grating? 
the, like the whole thing happening, the frostbite thing happening in, on uh, in TV. Was it like everyone your age? Okay, they, they were all fun. they were all anti, of course, eh? Yeah. Okay, they were all loving it now. To be fair, everybody. everybody so, see, they had just knew me just the way I was just for years you, yeah. then, and then just this is oh my god, this like the day people outside of and Crusty are outside a park. Yeah. Realised who Rory McSorley is. I know, and I suppose you <laughs> so come sort of from a small village them, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was probably a bit mad for all of them too now, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like even like whenever, like Nadine Coyle went to my school. That's and yeah. when Nadine Coyle got about her... the same age as her, I. Much, much younger. Much younger. <laughs> no, like four or five years younger. Um, But whenever she was in my... Like, she actually left the year that I joined the school. Oh, no, mm-hmm. she was there for one year when I was there. Aye. And I think whenever she got famous, it was this sort of thing like... How does she think she is getting famous again from our school? Do you know what I mean? Like it was almost like that bit of jealousy running around as well of like she gotten so famous so quickly and I think everyone then was really quick to like, mm, I don't know, maybe shit on her really like really like early on and then obviously then as time went by everyone was like, she's she's the, the queen of dairy then. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was like really fully embraced it but in the beginning there is this idea of like, I think especially if you come from a small, small place people be like, oh, you're, you're oh. getting too big for your boots and all oh, that God, sort of thing, oh, isn't oh, there? Oh, I always kept everybody at arm's length in that way anyway. There wasn't a wild lot of... <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a wild lot of people in the circle in the first place too. <laughs> to to leave anyway, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, there, there's a thing I wanted to ask you about in your book, right? Mm-hmm. And it was about <laughs> queens. Yes. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> oh, well, 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 now, I'm, I'm just been on, uh, cards on the table with the people. There would definitely be more than one. <laughs> That's what I'm going to read out. <laughs> and Bandrian, which means queen. queen. An Irish. An Irish. <laughs> it says, so this is what you, do you mind if I read it? Oh, extract? Ahead, You've said it'll be my personal intention to issue multiple invitations to this role to my future children's mothers for the position of Ban Rian the Heron, Queen of Ireland. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have no intention to marry, once I am in a comfortable position to provide stable financial support for my children, I wish to grow Rishlock the Vicarury, Rishlock the Macrury dynasty. My ideal queens would facilitate this, would, compre- would comprise a network of strong independent ladies who are committed to the highest standards of maternal care and feminine beauty. Absolutely. Throw, oh, some, throw some names in the mix here. Who you who you thinking? Oh, well, well, we're not at that stage yet. But what I'm right. saying, you know, but what I'm saying is, like, I mean, I I, I honestly think that marriage in itself is a very uh, no outdated institution. I agree. Irish institution altogether. It's like, do you know, I have never met even one married couple, and like that, you don't get this real element of endurance. From the two of them, like, uh, do you know? That's a great word to describe marriage there. Do you know what's true? Yeah. But, fucking nail well, on well, head. Well, they say that the smartest people in life, do you know? Hammer on the nail? Na- <laughs> nail on the head. Go ahead. But they say that the smartest people learn from other people's mistakes. And I says, look, do you know what? That's not for me. I says, look, you're be- this is one thing I would like to bestow upon everybody. If I if I was to become Taoiseach there, mm-hmm. is give a longer list of legal options for how to structure your families and your relationships and that so that everybody goes into do their families on term on favorable terms that suits them yeah. and people no men you've more honest men and more beautiful women then because if women didn't get these promises made to them that weren't kept they wouldn't go mad and get hurt in the way that they do you you want more honest men and more beautiful women yes why not more beautiful men and more honest women well, it's a bit of both, like, do you know what I mean? But I'm saying, do you know, if, if men's more honest, like, right, I don't really want to listen to all this, this nagging and all the rest of it, but you know, but if if, men, if if every, but at the same time, then, like, if you'd everybody that was sort of, you know, up in their game that type of way, before yeah. they made a proper commitment. Yes. 
well then, you know, you wouldn't end up with all these people making these... Um, mistakes. Commitments and mistakes that yeah. they flake out of. And, yeah. and, do you know, where I think that a pile of people just conform to this institution of marriage, do you know, and then just endure it in misery then because it seems like the done thing, do you know, which is stupid. And I think in this day and age, yeah. we yeah. could create a better list of options there for people. So that'd be a good idea I to, think pre- you're right. to so prevent the same way. amount of disintegrations. So the mothers of your children, would they be allowed to have multiple, like, Husbands too, if you know what I mean, or like, would You're you marry them all? Problem. Or I know, well, I, pro- I probably would. You see, because yeah. because I would just make the commitment that right, we're, we're just going to have a child, and we're just going to focus on this together, and then I'm going to move on to the next one, and then the next one. So her love life wouldn't really be, you know, as long hmm. as as long as she was holding up her end of the bargain as far as the children was concerned. Well, then I wouldn't really care to be honest. Often flit your dude. Yeah. Do you think? A big round. So this is what this is what I was wondering. <laughs> this is what I'm really interested in. In what your because obviously you're saying there you would uh, you would like encourage that there's multiple different family setups, not the just same setup that we mm-hmm. have now, which is just like parents and kids and like mm-hmm. forever mean, marriage means forever. Uh, and I think you're right. Like relationships, people make this real commitment that they think has to be for life, and it really doesn't. Like marriage doesn't have to be forever, but it can be enjoyed for us period of time when you can move mm. on to the next marriage like, mm-hmm. I mean people change well well, well exactly you see people need different things at different times in their life so yeah. what I'm saying is right you know I mean that would be one way of doing it you could have temporary marriage where you let people set a bespoke time frame and say right we're going to get married for two years we're going to get married for five years you might marry somebody because you want to travel the world you might marry somebody else's you know to set up a, set up a business or whatever yes you might, you might tax ma- but you that, might that's marry what I said to you I said to her as well I was like why do you have to renew your driving license but Aye. you don't have to renew your marital Well, they talk about that the seven year. That's the you know, yeah. the, you know, there should be a review at some seven point. Years. Seven years. We're seven years married. Is that right? Oh, you're just coming up to it now. Take Where you asked me today, and I will take your hand. Are you taking, <laughs> are you taking my hand? <laughs> How long are we going for? <laughs> We'll try it. We'll, we'll try it we'll out for a, a month. Year. Oh, a month! We'll, we'll try it out for a month. We'll see them. I just come out until next Christmas. Oh, where are you? Um, yeah. So that's. But this is the thing. I think whenever you say it there about people entering the marriage at the top of the at the top of their game, and that's so that everyone knows exactly what yes. they're providing for the. So what I'm what I'm curious about is what it is you you think the game is provide. for a woman no not for you because obviously it's said about like you know the maternal care and mm-hmm. highest feminine beauty Aye. so that's the two things that you would find seem that are most important for a woman then is to be maternal and be beautiful kind of alright in that context anyway eh? so around 25 Hey, 25 well, like age wise oh okay well obviously they're going to have to be childbearing <laughs> potential alright but <laughs> oh, she, oh she's getting ready for retirement you're yeah, telling yeah, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh I, I, I. <laughs> no doubt yeah but that's what I mean like is that so, is that in, in this new world in this new world that you would like to create is that the like what is everyone's rule? It feels that like there's very distinct rules of like if that's the rule of, of women. No, 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 no. But there's it? not really dist- it's not a matter of distinct rules. I mean, my my all of the politics that I'm proposing is about maximisation of autonomy and flexibility over you know restrictive yeah. bureaucracy that way. Yeah. So I mean, I am you no know, leaving it open for people to set out whatever values or whatever terms they want. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that you know that's what I would want. I would you know if I was in a better financial position, I would basically say, right, I'll provide financially, I'll get you a house, I'll get you this, I'll get you that. Yeah. And then right, 
this is my end of the bargain and this I want you to rear a child and look after it you know make yeah. sure that they're fed and looked after and all the rest of it then I'll vet their families to make sure they're not too big a pack of psychopaths and then you know but if you if you go on with it with this real objective sort of mindset mm-hmm. and you say right the, no, and you say right is this going to function yes or no well then you probably would have you know a better chance of a positive outcome yeah. You know, if you are just going to look at it in black and white like that, yeah. as opposed to, oh, I need to make a good impression on these people then and then just, you know, enduring it in pain then. Yeah, you go in and just <laughs> lay your cards on the table. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. But I that think is a like, good idea. I think that's a great idea. I think when you get older too, mm. that you start to approach relationships very, like, bluntly. You mm. almost like there's less that faffing about that you're talking Aye. about. There's it's less what of that. do I want and less compromised. You yeah, mean? you're like, yes. on the first yeah. date, you're all, listen... I'm knackered. <laughs> and like you just, you lay your cards on the table, you're all, I can't be arse hoofing about and texting back and forth. But you say people and... normally only realise that whenever they are ruler. Mm. Yeah, but then that's the thing. I think mm. you realise that from uh, previous relationships and that's going like, saying. you faff about when you're younger, don't you? But you see, if, if, if people had that type of flexibility in the first place, they'd probably be more honest mm. about what they do want and what they're prepared to get. Do you yeah. know, and then by natural effect, then you see, this is where you would kind of get the... You know the the max of the you know you know where, where you'd be able to get everybody to rise up then and start up their game then yeah because then another thing I would do would be legalize a, a new Irish escort industry as well oh right <laughs> is it a, is it a male and female escort agency hey. well, well that's what I'm saying right so basically what I want in general you know across all areas like across business and politics and everything else is basically that you have a country where you can ask for whatever you want and you can get it do you know so. S- what I'm saying is yeah. with regard to, you know, with regard to sex. Do you like legalising sex work? Pretty much, aye. Aye, absolutely. Oh, Why aye. not? The job. I know. Yeah. Well, it's not even... Your, your body. Yeah, exactly. Mean? Well, it's yeah. not even the job and the huge economic benefits if you get an industry like that going. But at the other side of the things, do you know... Aye. If you just... Mass murderers would be down. I know, mm. but if you... If I know how much mass murdering we have, but like I'm sure whatever statistic it is, we'll go down. <laughs> oh, aye, but that's what I'm saying. If you just actively encourage that, if you want sex, you can go and get sex. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, do you know? And then it's like, right, like what I'm saying about, you know, the do you know, up in your game and holding yourself to the higher standard you know, for men earlier on. This is what you'd encourage then yeah. that, you know, the men who are going into commitments are people that are men that are able to provide and protect and no one have built themselves up to a level that they're able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then if you've just some man that's sort of maybe in the middle or a bit younger or whatever else, do do just actively encourage him to say if he's fighting the urge at this time right just go and spend your hundred pound just and go and get some of her her sex workers then you'd, you'd might not and get far with a hundred pound well well it mightn't be wild good we might have to you know <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get this well, well, well obviously well there's different qualities like <laughs> for a hundred pound you can have that wee monitor on the end exactly legs. that's what I mean <laughs> do you know that's how you that's how but it would be a diverse market it'd be like everything else yeah, so yeah, we'll be like going yeah. to eat in McDonald's or going to and you know some posh restaurant like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. but that's what you say and then you would get you know different preferences coming onto it as well yeah. you know for different people saying oh I can do this and I can do that and, yeah yeah, yeah. I, know, I'm Bendy but your woman your will do role play exactly she'll batter you exactly <laughs> But you know, but you know, you probably could if people were prepared to be more mature and more honest about that. I wonder, are there you countries would, you would get more certain outcomes as well? I think you're right. Do you know, mm. and then that way, the, no, that that's people's ability to I'd say, right, don't bother wasting your money on drinks or dinners or chocolate or anything else. Just go and just get the get job done and be certain of what you're going to get. And then, that, no, that's that side of it done. And then after that, then no, all these commitments are, you know, w- women's not going to be committing to you know, 
so men like that yeah. at the same time. And then, no, men aren't going to commit to these sort of mad women either. So at the same time, everybody's kind of going to have to up their game if they want to, you know. But I think that's a brilliant idea because, like, I genuinely do think that is a good idea mm. because the amount of frustrated men and women mm-hmm. who don't have who don't get to have sex, who would pref- who would be happier people and therefore the world would work better if they were happier so. and they could, you know, go the so. load with the McDonald's girl. <laughs> the McDonald's girl. My Valerie can afford. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. you wake up tomorrow morning, right? It's on the news. Rory McSorley, he's the new Taoiseach. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the first thing you're doing? Well, no, y- number one, what's at the very top? Well, Is it in that well, 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 you say, hey, well, first of all, what we would have to do then, you, you would have to put your whole system of government together, the whole new system, and then you would have to, the, the way I would basically do it would be package the whole uh, thing together, just sort of a bit like the way the Good Friday Agreement was sent out to the people, just for like an omnibus referendum. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like all these revisions, you would just have to lay it all out and then just, you know, go for a yes yeah, or no vote. Yeah. That's how you would have to... The good frostbite agreement. The good, good frostbite agreement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it. is everything uh, like a decision made by the country then? Is that what you... Everything's a vote? What do you mean? All, all decisions that are made of these... Uh, like direct democracy? Yeah. No, no. Oh, no. But you, you, you can't have that. I mean, that should... What, what do you do then? You're uh, uh, you not getting hanged on? Well, like 50... What's your 51% ends up, you know, voting to, voting to put tax down and then you have another majority vote for putting spent up I mean so that's mm. you know that doesn't work either yeah. but there is a, you know so we do we do have to give an element of um, human discretion to decision making at the same time we do have to do that but there is a way that we can make sure that they consistently act in the public interest I do have a new idea for that is volatile mandate right what do you mean by that so what it would mean is so, they, as like I said the executive is going to be more powerful right so you're going to have like a minister of finance who as like also the governor of the central bank, you're going to have a minister of health who is also the chief medical officer. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to make every effort to make sure these people are actual experts and able to make decisions and able to be visible and accountable and all the rest. But mm-hmm. these people are all going to be leaders. But in terms, but to make sure that they are acting in the public interest, then if you voted for them, right, your vote's going to be cast by recorded ballot, right? So you get a hard copy of your vote then. And if you feel, feel that the government has sold you out or has let you down, then you can go to your TD and say, right, I want to withdraw my support from this government. Mm-hmm. And then the TD would make a note of it. And if this becomes the case nationwide, yeah. that a majority has withdrawn their support from the government, well, then they would write to the president and the president would have to call for an immediate election then, and, you know, if they fail to retain the support of the majority. So there's no waiting for the end of a term? No. no, not, not There would be a window every five years whenever you would have to have an election. Aye. But at the same, but if they, if they don't, if they fail to retain public support, then, then they go then. What about links with other countries? Like if, you know, are you, it feels like you want to, rem- it feels like you want the new Ireland to be very independent, obviously. Oh, very independent. But do you? But want... not isolationist. Okay, Ach, we're not Gilead. Hmm. we're not going for an autarky like no. Yeah. Ach, no, <laughs> not at all. And what about education? Because that's the one thing we always think having kids like the education mm. system is so backward, okay. so old. So okay, that there's going to be big revisions in that one now. To be fair, I have a whole list of proposals for how we would reform that. So. Uh, First of all, what we want is a, a system that's more focused on individual outcomes to enable a better allocation of resources. Yeah. So, so basically, what I'm saying is, you would, 
what I want to do is align the education system with the fulfilment of national needs and ambitions in the sense that, you know, it's more results-orientated, but like real-life results-orientated as opposed to this carry-on of going on and on and well, on. And about volcanoes. Aye. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Haven't but, got one here. Do you know, so what I'm saying is we would put like a teaching college out and then you would invite people from different, do you know... Different private sectors then, like say you might, you might have uh, some sort of a course like how to run a construction company, mm. how to run a production company, how to do this, how to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just try and get these people, these young people inspired then to fill in the actual gaps yeah. that the country needs. No more practical, more hands-on where you would try to encourage young people to see school as a network yeah. towards, you know, actually going out and making the difference. Aye. Do you know? And then what I'm saying is as well, performance-related pay for teachers abolition of the teachers unions do you know uh, what I would replace it with is like a grievance division inside of the department of education mm-hmm. so if you have an actual problem with the system you can just make an appointment with the grievance division do you know and then you know get it sorted out immediately because mm-hmm. with this more responsive government without yeah. th- these unions hauling the whole place out and also I would I would talk to the third level places and the vocational colleges and let you go on do you know if you if you do decide what you want at an earlier age at 13 or 14 I would just let you go on, go and do that as opposed to no wasting your time at all this random stuff, as you say, volcanoes, mm. that's not, not going to be relevant to you. No, when so I was like, 13, aye. I wanted to be a pop star. Right. And I'm so glad someone didn't say, here's the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it sometimes it's beneficial to let people grow through those phases before maybe going, off you go there and be a professional wrestler, Timothy. But and he's you- like, well... But like, what did you want to be when you were thirteen? Left alone. <laughs> yeah, not a da. Um, <laughs> what did I want? Not to a da at 13? thirteen. Yeah, yeah. No, not, not a, a da. da. Yeah, yeah, not all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a footballer. Just the generic yeah. one that well, mostly you know would have been. Yeah, it's just a footballer. Yeah, so it's maybe um, yeah. But a bit of, ah, but I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, you've it's the same maximization of autonomy. Just you know, let people make their own choices and just you yeah. know, and if they do want to go for something then you know just let them go for it my general message would just be right you know it's all on you but I mean the system's not going to hold you back you mm-hmm. know and at the same like a few of these people making their own decisions you're mm-hmm. not going to have to wait, spend the same amount of money to keep these in school that don't want to be there in the first place if people is all just going to go on and do their own thing yeah do you know that's, that's what I've said to you that's what I've said to you loads of times in the past that the one thing the education system is lacking at the minute is inspiration mm-hmm. yeah. and that's exactly teachers what are, I would aim to provide teachers are coming out of school they're going into higher education to learn how to be a teacher and then they're going back into school ah, to, to be yeah. yeah. that that's the same as the politicians that you know that, yeah. it's kind of what I'm talking about for education would be a more local, local like a, like a smaller scale version of the type of change that I am talking yeah. about in politics mm. and an election for principles that'll be another one to make sure there's no stagnant leadership mm. inside of the schools local government would just organise you know like an election for a school principal mm-hmm. every three or four mm-hmm. years so would you have like Bono being like the music teacher Conor McGregor oh teaching God, PE you know things like ah, that ah, no well they're by, well, no? Well, they, they might be more politics that they might be more mm. the national government that way right. but, but, but it well, might... that's what the story was about in the paper that actually that we were talking oh, about aye. was that you had You'd say that you and Conor McGregor would get on well. Oh, I'd say so. And you two together. Well, he well he seems to have shown his hand fairly recently. He thinks recently. he's going to be. He's feeling very presidential. I think. I th- I think president. Yeah. Would what with the revisions that I am talking about yes. for president, potentially could be a great role for Conor with his. No, I do prefer my presidents not to look like they'd glassy. But <laughs> well, you say you have well, okay. 
Right. I'll, t- I'll tell you the benefit that I that I believe Ireland could have with Anouk Theron McGregor would be, right, first of all, the following and the, the influence and the inspiration that he has. I mean, whenever that man... That's true. Like, anything that man focused on, Aye. like, turned to gold. But it was like the Conor McGregor effect. We used to talk about this all the time at the beginning. Aye. It was like mm-hmm. he built... It was like create the hype, believe the hype. Mm-hmm. That sort of... Yeah, you have to be the first person to believe, to believe in, yourself. in yourself. Of course. Oh, and then I, you get other people to believe in you and it snowballs in. Of course. Yeah. Oh, I Well, that's kind of where I'm at now at the moment. Yeah. But, but that's to say, he... Um, no, so I think... You see, I think there's a lot of benefit mm. in the role of a people's leader in Ireland. Detached, I agree. Detached from the government. From the politics. Now, here's the deal. This is what I think we should have as our head of state. As you know, Instead of just somebody standing and smiling and waving, as I would like a social and cultural people's leader. Mm-hmm. So, I'll explain to you just what I mean. I would like somebody that would be able to say... Uh, do you see, like, say if there was somebody in Monaghan and their, par- and their parents died or something, I'd like some president to be able to come on the TV and say, right, these people need our help, do you know, and be able to inspire the people to donate their time and service generously to, do you know, help whoever it is or say like that, Micah and Donegal. Do you know, mm. then if you had a, a good president that was on the job, you wouldn't have to wait for the government then. If you had a president that had, you know, the, the contacts in the government as far that was able to say, right, uh, We'll go for it. We'll get a tax break and concrete and things like that, and we're able just to reduce the cost as much as possible, and then bring as many people out as possible just to go and help with the reconstruction of like mica homes or something like that. Yeah, Do you know, somebody that is a leader, but it's not like that doesn't have to push everything through like a parliament that way. It's just a matter of you no know, inspiring the people's time and service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like you look at the like of these charities, and then do you know? People donate millions to these charities all the time, but the same problems don't seem to... Get the, fixed. Do you know what I mean? They still keep recreating themselves. Mm. But what I'm saying, if you had an actual leader that was able to focus on the national problem mm-hmm. and that we might be able to fund a more conclusive resolution through voluntary donation without having to run our social issues through statutory taxation, mm. do you know what I mean? And then it would take... The, the new constitutional position of the president would be to ease the burden... On the government. But the social issues aren't, I think, the responsibility of people to volunteer their cash to pay for. But you say, but they're paying for it anyway through their taxes and that anyway. So what I'm saying is, if people well, are... If you reduce the tax, reduce yes. taxes so, so people could... Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. This would be the aim, you say. So then we would be able to sort it. It's given a people, the people the chance to sort their own problems out. Yeah without needing just to impose the tax on them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vision I would have for a president. Do you know what I mean? In this new world, when is it acceptable and to put your Christmas tree up? Oh, well, Christmas would be one thing I'd be sure to, I'd be sure to neutral enough about now, to be honest. Would really? you be? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> this is our Christmas special. <laughs> oh, Play sad music over this. <laughs> Take them off. Let's get rid of these. Get these all the way. I go whenever you're up. Oh, all right. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I'll put, put that I'll off. Put, don't even, don't even put it, don't even put it out for recycling. No, somebody, somebody <laughs> else will get it. Bin. Yeah. Oh no, black bun. Black Why bin. are you not? Just burn it. Yeah. Burn it. Of course. Oh, oh no, I don't even have a bun. I just burn everything. <laughs> evidence, yeah. I just throw it out. It's learn. all evidence. Just throw it out. It's still earned. Burn it. You don't, you don't pay anything in the bin. It's about seven euro a bag. To what? To, to tip it stuff in the bin? Aye. Then why do you not pick up your bins for? Because the ostrich grand just burn it to my hand there. <laughs> <laughs> why are you not into Christmas for? Ah, whenever, see, whenever a year, 
a grown man, you're not a child, but you don't have any children of your own. It's just a pain in the hole. Like, it's just you know what it is. So do, do you think when you have all your, your offspring, do you think you'll then sort of... Well, I'll, right, I'll, I'll, te- I'll tell you, I've thought about this. I might write a letter to Shanti and I might just say, right, we, we want to go for, go for a new programme as far as um, uh, presence is concerned. I would say to the children, right, we're going to forget about Christmas, but Shanti will give you a present at any time of the year that you're good. Do you know, and say whether it's the 14th of June or whether it's the, ele- yeah. do you know, it's the 11th of October or whatever else. And then the, ch- the children say, right, I'm going to be an excellent child there now. And then they'll try and be good the whole year round. Mm. Do you they, know what I mean? Uh, you, we, it's worthwhile just even bribing them all year round with Santa anyway, because they do like think about do Christmas they? all year. Eh? Mm. But they, you'd be surprised how selfish they are. <laughs> um, one thing that we do in our house that I would encourage parents to do everywhere, we've always done it with the boys growing up and we do it with our kids too, is that we tell the kids that we pay for the presents that yeah. Santa doesn't we send pay the for the presents to Santa. All right. Because I think there's a lot of kids in schools, and it's quite sad who you know they're like, they don't oh, get as much. Yeah. I received yeah. less from Santa than my friend, and does Santa not like me as much? Have mm. I been a bad boy or a bad girl, and I'm no getting way. less? And that's quite sad. And in, in schools, and I always think that if you were a teacher in the school, that you should encourage the parents to ask. You know, yeah. to, to, to tell them, okay, Santa can make for you what we can afford to pay him for. Yeah. And then that, that makes it much more clear for a child that yeah. that's the reason they've gotten what they've gotten. So we always tell the kids that like, we'll send Santa the money and he'll make it. Yeah. Then oh. there's that transparency, you see. Yeah. Oh, no. I, no, I, no but I'm, I mean, I'm, ju- I'm just thinking something... Um, I, I think I think the principle of that's, ki- that's kind of good. I think, you could, yeah. I think you could just say to them... Um, do you know, look, no matter what time of the year it is, do you know, if you do good, good will come back to you as opposed to as you. I mean, that's entitlement for them all now, just this, you know. It's, I know. Uh, it's I cr- want, I want, I it's want. It's Christmas gimmick. Lists, do, you know, yeah. it's just, do you know, and as you say, it does just put pressure on everybody then at that point. Yeah. That, you know, they just have to perform for Christmas. Do you know, but if you're able just to give them a present at whatever time of the year. Yeah. Well, do you know, and you say, right, Santa's up there, but you know, it's not all just at one time of the year. Yeah. I think that's a far better idea to be And it employs Santa all year round then, do you know what I mean? Instead of yes. just being a seasonal worker. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Sitting around twelving us thumbs all year, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but yeah. you see, you could leave the children a letter, you could say, right, you done this good, you done that good. And then, do you know, this is why you got, no, Xbox, new pair of trainers, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then, do you know, I I, I, th- I think I'd be hot with the wings, to be fair. Mm. Yes. Then, then they'd, they'd be more determined to, you know, be better behaved. Your yeah. opening speech there, though, to the kids was, listen, We've cancelled Christmas, but and I think you've lost them. Yeah. I think that's they'll just they'll be absolutely ripping. Oh that's well, I, well, I oh no no, but look, I'll respect all opinions. I'll say, yeah. look, if you want to be commercially motivated communists, that's gra- that's grand. You bat it away. Imagine two year old. You want to be a commercially motivated communist? Just, just tell them. It'll be grand. I, 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 you know what? I, I think your opinions ludicrous, but you know I, I respect it anyway. <laughs> they all are. Two year old will tell you yeah. like. Yeah, they'll shut their pants. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not, they're, so, so they're not, not thinking f- straight. You're not a fan of Christmas music. You're not a fan of Christmas uh, movies, things like that. No, uh, not really. No. No. <laughs> Where are you spending Christmas this year? Um, oh, just likely. Oh, my At parents home? will be away out to, out to Spain. Oh, yeah. do they go out to Spain for Christmas? No, they live in Spain anyway. Oh, do they live in Spain? Uh, I don't know why I'm so high up here, but I am. Well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come back down. So where, uh, where, where are you spending Christmas then? By yourself? Uh, no, I just, no, I just go to a friend of mine. Will you? Aye. Uh, okay. We did one Christmas. Have, have you ever done Christmas in Spain? Have you went over during no, Christmas? No, I haven't, no. It's a, it's a bizarre feeling. Have you been away? Did I've you been go away for Christmas? I Fiona has we, when she was younger. I went when I was 18 to Gran Canaria for Christmas and it was a bizarre experience because it was like too warm to be... 
Christmas, but not Christmas, not you know what I mean, but not warm enough to be summer. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't have the tree, and I suppose it's because I'm really into Christmas that it just felt not very Christmassy. But then I suppose you wouldn't give a shit. No, I don't. I'll be a tantrum free zone, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also, like, you didn't have your presents and all because you were away, and it, mm. like, you don't have to check in on you another suitcase. That's another thing. That's the two things. If, 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 if parents are watching this, I'd love, love them to take away. For Christmas is one, the Christmas presents from Santa are paid for by their parents. And the second one is to not upload, I call it present porn. And this is my <laughs> biggest pet peeve at Christmas time is when <laughs> people, and I always get in arguments online because I post it every year saying, if you're going to present porn up my algorithm, I will delete you. If you put oh, photographs oh, of the I... sofa filled with <laughs> presents and your children standing beside it or not standing beside it, I will delete you because your ethos does not match mine and it bothers me. It's just like, what? why do we need to see the amount of presents you've bought your child? Just just give them to your child and move on. Ah, no I just way. feel like it's very it's ba- like... Ba- battle of the mammish. Yeah. It really is. It's like yeah. it, and it's the, it's like here. Look at my bank account. That's what it's pretty much saying. Oh, yeah. And like, kids right. see it again. It's another one of those things. Going, Jesus, look at the winter presents thing you got. And I just think it's like a, the competitive side of Christmas that we don't need. I, oh no, I don't like that. That's uh, that's all part of what would have put me off now. To be fair, aye. I just oh, no, no. I, I mean, I think there's. I think Santa has his use in King Rory's Island, but you know, mm-hmm. it'll just be um. Just duties will be redelegated a bit, a bit like yeah. everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> well, he'll be out in the middle all year round. We, we, we won't just put him in the same bus as the politicians and the shitty school teachers, but you know, <laughs> we just we just have to review his job description as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are you calling this new island? Are you calling it just Ireland? Are you calling it the United States of all Ireland? What What are you uh, thinking? Well, I Can suppose you... probably affectionately King Rory's Island, but it'd be just it right. would just be Ireland, all right. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what do you think the top three qualities are for somebody who to be a leader? But what are your what are your what are your qualities that you think I'm bringing these to the table, and that's that's why I should be elected because this is an elected position, isn't it? Mm, strong, visionary, honest. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's what we're lacking, I suppose, is honesty yep. within... Mm. That's true. But you see, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to reward ethical service. Yeah. Do you, know, with, do you know, there's going to be greater personal benefit in doing the job right. See, I want to make politics into, like, a dream job. Yeah. Do you see the type of drive that people have whenever they say, I want to be an actor, I want to be a boxer, I want to be a footballer, I want to be an entrepreneur. Do you know that, like, that's the type of drive that I would like to see people take to go into politics. But you won't get that because it's kind of just these you no know, statutory pay packets then. Yeah. But what I would like to transition it onto is more of an incentive-based model. To incentivize it, yeah. Yes, mm. do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, and this will be another thing that will come on the table during an executive election, is that you can ask for whatever pay packet you want. Mm-hmm. And the now the people can approve it. Or deny it, you know, that's down to the people. Do you know, is this person worth what they're asking for? Mm-hmm. But at the same time then, do you know, the power is there to decide. So, I mean, if you do need to offer somebody a few million to get somebody good, mm-hmm. then you can do that, do you know. And, like, just lay your cards on the table and then, do you know, it's down to the people to decide. I mean, if it's a matter of paying another euro for somebody good, I mean, I think a lot of people would probably take it, to be fair. Yeah. Do you know. Yeah. So, so, how long have you felt like this for? Have you, is this something that... the virus... Since the virus, oh, I was going really? to say there has to be something that's ah, sort of was, ah, right. the pandemic turned was you. the turning point. Aye. Yeah. So is this you going against the grain? Is this like what are what are the reasons behind you doing this or feeling like this? What what yeah, is, like what was what the turning snapped? point? What happened during the pandemic that made you went right? I need to write a mandate. Well, you see, I'd been trying to get onto America. I'd been th- this was the plan. I was going to go over to America and be like this Irish auctioneer. 
and then just we were just we were just um, trying to get myself like an actual Irish auctioneer. Hey, oh, that was the plan. All right, do you know like create this like this real unique brand for myself, like this Hi. Irish auctioneer out there. So that was the plan. So I went to. Uh, Have you done that here? A wee bit, but not not a wee lot. That, right. But that that was the plan there. All right. But then there was just um, and then I was like trapped on cruise ships for like sixty four days. Then, and Why? then trapped. Well, and oh, then you see, I was um, I, I wasn't able just to go straight to America to start with, you know, because of all the visas and all the rest of it. Then, so I went on to I got a job as an auctioneer in cruise ships. Then, ah, so I was wow. working there, and then just whenever I, I was sort of starting to get myself pulled up, then then I then the COVID struck then. And then I ended up trapped in the room on the boat for sixty-four days. Then, Jeez. and then there was no in the room. Then there was nowhere to rent at all. And then I ended so up. Hold on, you were on a cruise ship, and you could you not really leave the room? No. Did you have a window? For like two months. Did you have a window? Then, well, there's a window, but that was about that. And then <laughs> COVID hit. And then COVID. No, because that's why we were in the no, room because of the, the room COVID. Because of COVID. Because yeah. of COVID, we couldn't get home. You see, yeah. nobody yeah. was Is that where you grew your hair out? Aye, that's whenever it would have started growing out. Aye, you were on the boat? Aye. So, well, that's when it would have started. It wouldn't get to a barber. Yeah. And then I sort of liked the me and then so decided to keep it. Oh, it's great. Love it's, it. Love it's it. working for the new look. Oh, but um, when you were on the boat, what sort of things were you selling in the auction? It was uh, like art and memorabilia and stuff like that. Oh, it was good, like during the sea days. It was a good job, like to be fair. You weren't just selling stuff from your own suitcase, being like, no, you no, fucking no. need the money here. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it was, no. Oh, no, it was a good, like this company, they'd be on a whole pile of different, like, um, you know, boats and that. Yeah. But then, uh, then, there was, then there was that. I mean, like I, I, like, I had got to the point before that of saying, right, you know, that I wanted to make this fresh start after frostbutton and all the rest of it, and I wanted to go to America. I thought, yeah. right, you know what? There'd be better opportunity. No, I've, I've done the best I can at home. There'd be more opportunity out in America and all the rest of it. So I had just sort of had already made the decision to, you know, go out there and that. So then I was kind of at that point just all the all the struggling to, you know, pull me of trying to get out there. Yeah. And then, but you know, but I just kept on thinking, like, you know, the Irish has been doing this for hundreds of years. This tramp in the world can't go on forever. Sooner or later, somebody is just going to have to come and sort our own problems out. Mm. You know, and this is probably the first time I think in the entirety of our history that we have. The relative peace, as well as a good base mm-hmm. of economic stability, that we could pursue optimized function if we had the right leader with the right plan. So this is kind of where mm. I see the gap. And by say by people by saying Ireland's been doing this for too long, do you mean leaving to go and for opportunity? Pastures new, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know, and yeah. like yeah. you see, although the facts and figures of Ireland, you know, do, does look like we're in the best boom that the economy's ever been in. You have to bear in mind that's primarily because of the presence of these multinationals mm-hmm. it's that I mean it doesn't make it doesn't mean that it's this real opportune plus for the people themselves do you okay. know because you know would you not agree with that but I don't know I haven't seen the figures no but I, no but I mean like in the south like there's this big like there's like a surplus of like 65 billion in that right do you know like I didn't know that. Nah, oh no like I mean like I'm saying in black and white do you know like there is that economic stability in that but at the same time Whenever the Irish people themselves just want to build themselves up, there's very often just not a wild pile of times to work with. Yeah. Do you know? So is that's that feeding into your immigration policy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, but you see, I mean, my way of working that would be basically through streamlining the education system, like I said earlier on, to sort of cultivate more indigenous entrepreneurship. Do you know? Yeah. Like I'm trying to say, right, you know, this is how to set this up. This is how to set that up. And, you know, try and get like more 
like homegrown Irish businesses then so that you could improve your power of yeah. negotiation with any, you know, treaties you have to do. You're able to sort of make the economy more robust then so you're able to, you know, you're less vulnerable to global shocks and that and you're able just to be, as you said earlier on, you know, just a greater level of independence there. So, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, throw out Microsoft and Google and, you know, grow more spuds and that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> at the, I'm just saying, you know, you need to, yeah. Try and be as bulletproof and as independent as possible. And if we'd done that, we'd probably get even more multinationals. And then, like, imagine how wealthy we would be. I mean, there's only so much out of the global pie we need for a yeah. small country to be hugely wealthy. And yeah. that's kind of the vision that I, I have. I have never met someone who has uh, thought so much about yeah. a particular topic. Yeah. Um, even though you hate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Oh, I know. I know. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, you, you've, you've a YouTube channel. Do you want to give King, me King Rory official? King Rory official. Why, why are you not on Instagram? I'm on Instagram. That's the same. Am I? Oh, why What's is it I? called? It's, uh, King Rory official. King Rory official. Okay. I just changed okay. it from just about. RCR makes sure religious, but I just changed it a few weeks ago. Right, okay. Happy days. Thank so, you so much for coming yeah. joining us. No bother. And uh, yeah, you might have drummed up a few votes there. Oh, that we are. We'll see. Well, suppose people in the north probably not get a vote the first time. You can change that. <laughs> ah, but, 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 oh, ah, I, but there's no United Ireland. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. But, but we'll get that sorted in about we'll a fortnight see. anyway, yeah. so it'll be grand. Merry, Merry <laughs> Christmas, yeah. and we'll see you all in the new year. All Cheers, right. Slan August, but